Hey, just a reminder that friend of the show and sketch card artist Ben Abusada is giving Rebel Base Card listeners 20% off sketch cards in his Etsy store. If you go to Etsy.com slash shop slash KSGeekman and use the code RebelBaseCard, you'll get 20% off of sketch cards. You can find the link in the show notes. All right, let's do the show. You found something. You found the Rebel Base Card Podcast. What a piece of junk. I'm your host, Greg McLaughlin. He's as clumsy as he is stupid. Join me as we discuss Star Wars trading cards and card collecting. We need a statement, not a manifesto. We'll talk about sets from the original vintage. No, no, the one I'm pointing to. All the way to current releases. This? Yes. All right, let's get started. Commence primary ignition. Welcome back, or if this is your first episode, welcome aboard. My name is Greg McLaughlin, and this is the Rebel Base Card Podcast. It has been a full couple of weeks, uh, but I've been kind of excited to bring some of this content to you. Um, I've had a chance to talk to several people over the last couple of weeks, and it, to be honest, it's been kind of hard getting some of this content ready to put out in the feed, and that is something that every podcaster goes through, and I'm no different from anybody else. Uh, but I do have a couple of sketch artists interviews that will be coming up over the couple of weeks. I did get a chance to go to Galaxy's Edge, and I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit tonight. Um, I will be trying to talk with the Galaxy's Edge Explorers again uh, to kind of get their take and kind of go back and forth as, um, you know, I maybe think about planning maybe my next trip out there. Uh, to be honest, this this trip was sort of a last minute, and I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time at the park, but it was really fun. And I got to meet uh, sketch artist Cameron Tobias, who got a chance to take me around and kind of, kind of, kind of get me acclimated to, you know, if I was going to go there on a longer visit, what would I do? Where would I go? Uh, I did get a chance to ride the Falcon uh, for Smuggler's Run, and it was amazing. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about that a, a little bit here, and as as we get into the show. Um, but I also have been recording some other uh, community interviews as well, and uh, as I'm kind of seeding the next month, really, uh, I kind of wanted to take this episode and kind of catch up. Um, some of what I'm talking about tonight uh, was regarding Journey to the Rise of Skywalker. I had picked up some packs at my local Target. Uh, you know already that I have had a hobby box open, and I had a base set and some of the inserts, but I was kind of looking for some additional inserts and, you know, the green parallels and the, the Target exclusives. And so I had uh, done a live Instagram uh, break of some of these packs. And as I was talking about uh, my experience at Galaxy's Edge, and as I was kind of looking at these packs, I kind of realized that uh, some of this kind of lent itself uh, to talking about it on the podcast. So some of the audio I captured and kind of edited it down so that um, I think you can get something out of this as well um, as I kind of go through talking about Galaxy's Edge. And, and like I said, you'll hear me talk about you know probably one of the most uh, useful souvenirs was the little park guide that I got, and you'll hear me talk about that uh, in a little bit of detail. And I was also as well as just my observations and some of my tips, although there are a lot of folks out there, like I said, um, people who are going to the park over and over, and and as whereas, you know, I, I think some people would like to be surprised, and there's that wonder of seeing things for the first time. I, I think getting, you know, getting into the amount of time and the the expense, I think it's really wise to you know take some of the advice, take some of the info that you can 
pick up on this to really make your experience well and, and make it worth it. You know, it's not cheap to take yourself or a, a family there. And so you really want to try to get as much out of it. And, and you know, to be frank, you want to enjoy yourself. And so I think in this case, you know, having a little spoiler here and there, I think it's going to be helpful for you because you're, you're going to enjoy yourself one way or the other. I think as I was finding myself in Batu and just looking around in the sights and the sounds and the details, I knew right away that I needed to spend more time. And even after I left, I, I really felt like, yeah, I, I get it. I, I think you need to go back. Uh, again and again, and you know, once some of these other rides come out, the the Rise of the Resistance uh, was not open. It's not open until December in Orlando, and I know it's a different uh, different date uh, in California, but it is something to where I, I get it to where I think if you go back time and time again, you're going to get something new out of it. You're going to kind of enjoy it, and I think even if you become a park regular, if that if you're you know fortunate enough to be able to go time and time again. You're going to find those things that are going to make that, that kind of keep you coming back time and time again. Um, so, I think over the next few weeks, um, I'm going to be putting out um, some more episodes that uh, talk with uh, Cameron uh, Tobias, uh, to talk with Nicholas Baltra, who also is in Florida. Uh, and so, you're going to kind of we're going to kind of be in Florida for a little bit, um, but also we're going to revisit be revisiting in the weeks ahead uh, some members of the community that you have heard from before. Uh, Kareem from Order 416. We're going to get an update uh, in the weeks ahead from uh, Josh, who is with Consume the Canon on Instagram. Kind of get an update on where he's at in kind of going through the canon. So uh, these are fun things to do. I really like um, interviewing folks as well as uh, kind of bringing some of this information to you, as well as talking about the cards. Um, I really enjoy. Uh, now we have you know Journey to the Rise of Skywalker as well as Skywalker Saga out in stores. Uh, there's still Chrome Legacy at some of your uh, probably at your hobby stores. So we're getting really into the busy season. We're not that far away from when Disney Plus comes out on November 12th. Uh, there's a new trailer that's coming out for. Uh, the rise of Skywalker. So uh, it, you're just going to get hit left and right with content. It's going to be hard to keep up. So sometimes like this, where I'm kind of getting, I'm prepping future shows. Uh, it's kind of nice to kind of sit there and just kind of take stock of what you have and kind of go through. And it's it's fun discovering it. So I really hope you get a little something out of this episode. And uh, and I hope you really enjoy some of the content in the weeks ahead. And uh, we'll go ahead and get started. <laughs> So this was just something where I wanted to kind of get into, I wanted to open a few things. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, probably more recently is uh, going to um, Black Spire Outpost. So one of the, I, you know, like amazingly enough, one of the best souvenirs I ended up getting, I actually kind of got by accident, and it was the uh, Traveler's Guide. And I would actually had found that. It was kind of nice because it, there was a gentleman there that was sitting at a park bench and he was kind of putting stuff back together. And it was one of those I thought had kind of fallen out of his uh, bag or whatever like that, but uh, it was underneath a bench, and I was like, hey, is this yours? And he's like, no, it's not, and so I ended up taking it. Um, but one of the nice things about it is, and, you know, it's probably something you can get anywhere in the park, uh, but I didn't see it almost until my way out. So basically, this is a nice piece of cardstock, and what you can't really see is it's a bit of a cardboard, but as you can see, it kind of runs down through some of the attractions, and you can see also it's got the arabesque here. Now, I'm going to go ahead and open this up, and what you see here is a good... Uh, section if you're in Batu, and this is at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios in Orlando. So this has only got the two 
the two entrances. Um, whereas I think at Disneyland, and I would have to defer to the Galaxy's Edge Explorers for this, I think there are three. Um, but I ended up kind of coming in here. I was kind of taken here. I met up with a sketch card artist, uh, Cameron Tobias, who, I'm go who I interviewed while I was at the park. And it was kind of nice because we actually kind of went in uh, this way. And, and then right here, they have uh, one of the TIE ships. And that's where you saw Kylo. And they did a little Kylo Ren and some Stormtroopers and Lieutenant here. And they did a little skit there. Uh, but right about here is where you saw um, like a blue milk stand. And that was nice because you didn't have to go into the cantina to get the milk. And that was, I had a blue milk and you could get it with or without alcohol. And I want to say I got it without, but it was like around eight bucks. But it was really nice, kind of like a nice smoothie. From there, we kind of went into, uh, we did the, uh, we got into the line for the Falcon. And that was uh, about 65 minutes. And, you know, you kind of go through here. And I, I would say as far as like when you're talking about going in line for 65 minutes, there was enough there to kind of keep you busy to kind of look at you know there's all kinds of piping and things like that and sounds crates and things and so they really did a nice job of kind of making your line weight uh really nice and once we got in there i ended up you know you got in that one area where they kind of hold you at and uh, i ended up pulling the engineer they they gave me the engineer card you know i got my picture in the uh, next to the sabak table uh did the ride in the falcon it was really nice so if you've ever done star tours it's really really awesome so yeah, and then, you know, because I only had a few hours, it was sort of an unexpected trip. You know, we kind of went through the marketplace, and that's where I found the uh, the Messenger Droid uh, popcorn, which is also a nice souvenir. I think it was like $20. Popcorn was sort of like a sweet and spicy, uh, but it was really good. Really, really good. So we stayed there, and then I went into the Doc Ondars. It was nice to kind of get, I got the uh, Kyber Crystal and the Holocron. And that's what's nice, I guess, about this is because since uh, Rise of the Resistance is not open yet, there's a nice little keepsake, and it's kind of showing you there. And then we have the overview of the entire park. And I think this is where, you know, in, in talking to some of the folks, and you see people going again and again, there's so much here, uh, the new Toy Story part. Um, so down here, like, th there's more shopping down here, and, and obviously there's a lot more places in the park where you got the Raiders of the Lost Ark thing. You've got Star Tours going and Toy Story Land, so you could really spend a whole lot. I, I'd say if somebody is going to either Disneyland or Disney's Hollywood Studios, you know, it, the ticket's really worth it um, only because there's just so much going on there. Um, and I think you could go back again and again, and it's something I may try to go, you know, if I go back to Florida, I usually I kind of have to go to see family about once a year. Um, but I could see myself going again, and, and whether you're there just for a few hours, now obviously, if you're there for a few hours, it's a short amount of time to do a lot, but uh, I think it kind of gave me a lay of the land, and if I take the family back, I've got a better idea of what I want to go into, you know, the different, you know, the the crowds and so forth. But at any rate, so yeah, there's launch band, things like that. So, you know, this is one of those things where this, I ended up being, uh, this was the freebie, but it was ended up being a very nice souvenir. And uh, I really kind of, I really kind of liked it. Let's talk a little bit about this Holocron. So this is at, this is at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. And uh, what's nice is that this is uh, a little over 50. But, you know, instead of getting, like, the droid for 100 or getting, like, the lightsaber for 200 uh, this ended up being, you know, a nicer, easy, definitely easier to handle. And probably one of the nicest things about this is the fact that this is a USB-powered one. That if I pull up this compartment, this is where I could I could put another kyber crystal that would, uh, that would essentially get me another noise. And this thing actually does make pretty much uh, some decent noise here. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to hold this back so I can do it. And I'm going to twist this corner. So I'm going to twist that corner like so. And I'm going to twist this corner here. There we go.
Now, I thought that was the only noise it made. But actually, if you hold the sides... This is Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. All right, and then he says one more message. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. Do not return to the temple. That time has passed, and our future is uncertain. There we go. close it back up uh, it's powered by micro a micro USB connection here um, that you can charge it from and it does actually come with it'll come with the uh, cable and the pouch you do have to remember to ask uh, once you check out and they should tell you that they'll send you over to another place where you can get the uh, pouch from and this is sort of like a I don't know it's almost like a feels like a faux really thin leather but uh, so anyway but this I think is really is a really nice uh, souvenir to get like I said it's about a little over 50 and then now what you can do here is uh, the yellow kyber crystal will go inside the compartment there and I think it'll unlock another message. The kyber crystals are 15 so I think it was I think it was really worth it because it should unlock another message. I know if you get both the Sith and the Jedi holocron that if you put them together they also unlock some other messages as well. So yeah this was like I said this was something that was very easy to get back in my backpack uh, and I think it was a great, you know, you could go on a desk and even if it's charging, um, I have my microphone hooked up, even when you're charging it, it'll still glow. So I think that is, uh, makes a nice, makes a very nice keepsake. So tell you what, something else, uh, got a bunch of stuff in the mail um, over the last few weeks. Um, one of the things I hadn't really talked about too much on the website or on the uh, Instagram page was the galactic moments. And these are sort of like the run up to the uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, you can see this on tops, but... Um, they usually put out like three cards a week. I think they're like seven or eight bucks a card. Um, I think you can get the whole, you get them. It's a little cheaper than the living set. Um, and then they're numbered on the back. This one was nice. This was 126. And this is a week I think I got one. I was getting one of the uh, baseball cards. And I just kind of threw this in there just to kind of take a look at. But it's, it seems to be very, very indicative of the uh, on-demand sets where the it's a very glossy card. And I just, it was a nice scene. And I thought it was kind of neat. It's a pretty thick card. Um, like I said, it's kind of, once again, just like the living set. Uh, they can get, get a little expensive if you're kind of going week to week. But, you know, every now and then you can kind of treat yourself to a card, especially if they're not going along. Not, nothing, not a lot going on. Now, I've got a bunch of these to open here. And then I'll get to the Rise of Skywalker ones. Let me see if I can get this open. Once again, we've got the top tape. This particular set from Chris Penix. Um, I really like the 4LOM here, and then this was a great week. We had BB-8 and 4LOM. Um, what a great set of cards. Chris Penix has just been knocking them out. I'm now kind of kind of done with getting the two every week, but I am kind of getting, I'm kind of picking and choosing my cards, uh, which is nice because it, it doesn't necessarily mean you, you, know, you have to get all of them in sequence, but if the card really kind of nabs your eye, it's kind of fun, and... They're such great cards. He's done such a great job with them. But I think I have the first 30. And then I think now I think I'll be kind of, uh, you know, like the last, this last one they released, uh, there was a Kanan one where I'm like, I got to have it. Um, I think it was Kanan and Sebulba this week. But the Kanan one I had to have, I had the Ezra one. Here we go. Dak and General Hux. That was a few, couple weeks ago. 
but uh, these two are really nice and it's in that classic blue star field. I want a roll of tops tape. I, don't th I think I've mentioned that before. It's real handy. Oh, here we go. And this one I talked to uh, <laughs> Billy Maker, who was my guest on the podcast. There was a great wicket from Return of the Jedi and also the Scout Trooper. So that was a great Return of the Jedi week. And once again, the detail in his uh, paintings are just amazing and off the hook. It's hard, it's hard to turn these down when you see them online. All right, I've got one more of these. I've got a couple of uh, sketch artists. Actually, I've got several interviews that are in the can already. Uh, we are talking, uh, like I had mentioned before, Cameron Tobias. I interviewed him while I was down at Batu. Uh, he's from Orlando. Uh, here's a great week at Aurea Singh and Beckett. And I think that was the first, uh, the first card that he that's come up on the living set from uh, Solo. Uh, and what a great job he did on uh, Woody Harrelson, by the way, who's on the uh, Mark Maron's WTF podcast. Uh, it was kind of a fun interview to listen to. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't gotten your podcast cues filled yet, I'd uh, definitely recommend that. Of course, after you listen to mine and Rodney Roberts. All right. Um, so one thing I was very happy to see at Target. Um, now you have seen me break the uh, Journey to the Rise of Skywalker hobby box. We did that a couple weeks ago when it first came out. Uh, but I was very happy to see, and I think uh, some folks, I've been getting some feedback that uh, some targets have had the uh, cards in stock, which is nice. And what you're going to see uh, at a well-stocked target is you're going to see the uh, the value sets. So we have 16 cards in here, and this comes for $4.99. And then you've got the individual uh, packs. That sometimes they're breaking out the retail boxes, and these will be uh, $1.99 a piece. Uh, these come with six. Now the Hobby Box came with eight cards per pack, and there were 24 in that in that box. There was a autograph card, and then there was um, I think I got the patch card, and just I'll show you this. You, some of you saw this when I had done this, and then this was the patch card hit from the uh, from the Hobby Box, and I put the uh, autograph already in the binder. So let's see. Now I'm. Now, what's interesting is there's still a chance to get some things, uh, some hits in here. Um, your chances are probably better in the packs than the value value, um, the value the sets. Um, but the one thing I was looking for is there were a set of Target exclusive cards. Um, there was an insert set. So that's kind of one of the things that I was kind of looking for in this was, because I already have the uh, base set here. Here we go. Nicholas Baltra. Sorry, that's I was drawing a blank. Uh, Great, uh, great guy, sketch artist. I'll be talking to him as well. In this case, like I said, I've got the I've got the base set. Although these cards are really nice. One thing I like about it is once again you've got the classic blue Starfield, and these are a thick. This is a thick card stock that Tops is using for these. Um, so they are pretty. They are pretty solid cards. Um, I like that matte finish, and you know they are. You know you've got 110 cards in the base set, and then like I said, the one thing I'm looking for with this, and these are these are some really nice scenes. Um, is some of these. So here is Ray in the Jungle. Here's a red one. And then here we go. So we have the, uh, this is one of the Target ones. And these are, they're in the template of the Empire Strikes Back original series. So this is a Choose Your Destiny set. And this is an insert set I was looking for. So these are kind of what I really kind of got this for. So there's one of them. I think there's 10. And then you have, I believe this is the Kylo Ren continuity card. 15 of these, so these are going to be tricky to get. And then it all, I'm also seeing 
uh, two of the greens. And um, I think I got 30-ish green uh, parallels in the hobby box. So this is something to wear. I guess as I'm picking up these, it'll be nice. Um, although I won't need the blues, um, the greens will probably come in very handy. So there's a green, and then um, I saw before there was a silver one, and then there were uh, black ones that were numbered, and those are I already put away. So not too bad. So these are the these actually these were the cards I was kind of looking for. Some of the inserts, and let me get another one of these out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think we have the, uh, we definitely have the target RFID poll. So you see like each of these value packs is going to come with uh, mostly the blues, which is fine. And then you're going to see some greens. It looks like a red there. And I, you know, now that you're talking about getting nine movie, nine movie scenes into this set, it made it a little longer, a little larger than the uh, Journey to the Force Awakens or Journey to the Last Jedi. But it is nice to see cards from the whole series set of nine in here and it makes for a nice set like i said and like some of these where you're not really seeing some of these scenes that often uh kind of made it nice because sometimes you know the 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 um the knock against is that a lot of times they're just reprinting some of the same scenes so i, I think there was an attempt here to get some get some scenes that you may not have seen too often and then this one yes of course is one of the puzzle pieces uh, i think you'd saw uh, me put together the puzzle here a couple weeks ago when I got that. Put that out there. And then here's another one of the Choose Your Destiny ones for Luke Skywalker. So this is a insert set. Ah, and then we've got, the, got a sticker card. And then here is another insert set that I do have, pretty much all of them, but the foil cards. And you've also seen these in the Star Wars Card Trader app. So, and then here are a couple of the green parallels. So I, I would say over a Overall, if you are doing your, if you're doing a target run, uh, the value sets are not bad. You're going to get out of 16 cards. Like I said, most of them will be the blue. You'll get a few green, a red, a couple. Of, you know, definitely one of the target inserts. And I'm wondering now, like with the packs. Now that'll be interesting. Now, if you're going to go single packs, 199, six cards. That's not a lot of uh, room there for a lot of different kinds of cards. So let's just kind of see what we're looking at here, as far as. I, I don't I never get tired of seeing um, Lando uh, show up in this set and this is also he's also a puzzle piece as well so in this case a single pack we have about four cards here's a schematic Kylo Ren's helmet and then one green parallel so so that's gonna be probably be pretty typical of although there's a chance you can get another another insert another kind of insert the odds are and I'll put this up um, there the odds are in these packs to pull just about anything there, although the odds are going to be a little crazy. But, you know, if you just, like I said, you're making a target run and uh, you're looking to pull some packs, you know, two bucks for a pack is not terrible. You get a chance to crack them open. I think I see a foil insert in here. It is technically possible to pull an autograph, and I have seen either on Instagram or Twitter somebody pull an autograph from, uh, from the retail. It's going to be rare, but it is possible. Um, my experience in going, um, I think, with Journey to the... Force Awakens uh, and Journey to the Rise of you know, Journey to the Last Jedi is um, if you're going the retail route, you know get it, get a get a trading partner because you will be pulling uh, lots of blues and so you will have dupes and it will be although you'll get a nice healthy uh, set of inserts. Uh, sometimes those premium ones are a little tough, 
Uh, there was only 43 sketch card artists used for this set, so it was really tricky to pull a sketch card as opposed to some of the other sets. Uh, there's a green parallel. So, And that's in, in this case what's nice is I don't need the blues, but the greens will help, and certainly the uh, inserts uh, will be nice. And that's why in this case now I pulled, let's see, what did I buy? Like six, two, no, I think I bought five packs. Um, I could have gone for a blaster box, but I wasn't necessarily looking for the patch card. After a while, when you get a lot of patch cards, I just don't have a, I don't have a really good place to showcase them, and they don't fit in binders that well. Once again, this is a set I'm going to recommend very highly. Uh, it's very fun for the casuals, and to some extent, some of the, some of the, the heavier collectors, um, I know that they're always looking for more sketch cards, more autographs. It makes sense. Um, but I would say that the modern ones, the Journey 2 has kind of been my overall favorite. It's kind of like what hooked me in. All right, one more left. There's not going to be a whole lot more. So my odds are going really, really low for this, but we'll see. That's a puzzle piece already. All right, what am I going to get? Back to the desert. So in the, uh, into the, into the uh, when you get into the journey to the Rise of Skywalker, uh, whenever you see shots from the trailer, you will see it will be part of a puzzle piece. So here we go, pulling a uh, silver variant. So we saw like a we saw like a red. So these are nice. You won't see many of these. But the other thing that I noticed is, is that this wasn't, um, I don't think this was from an image that we saw. Uh, Claude and Snap Wexley. So I thought this was an interesting scene. So this is fun. So like I said, with this, I was kind of looking for, um, I thought I was going to get more of the, the target ones. And uh, I only ended up getting two of those. So... Of the target insert sets, choose your destiny. Um, the red and the silver variants are going to be nice. And then getting a little more green does help, the Kylo continuity ones. And what will happen is, is that you will see you will see these continuities, this continuity set go across the different sets. So you'll see it go, there won't be all of them in this particular set. You'll see some and then you will see more in the actual movie series, Series 1 and Series 2. There's likely, usually there is a Series 2 at least. Um, I think Solo was the only one I think we didn't get a Series 2 for, uh, which was disappointing. So um, kind of makes kind of makes those cards kind of unique. So not bad. I would have liked, you know, would have loved to have seen a hit. The trick is now, now in seeing what I saw here, so knowing that... Um, you know, knowing that any time I crack now, since I have a full base set, any time I crack open a pack now, I'm going to end up with more uh, blue duplicates. And I'll have to kind of figure out, maybe we'll have to do like um, giveaways or something or like a contest or something. And then uh, maybe we can find a good home for some of these dupes or do some trading to see uh, if anybody gets any of that. Uh, open to suggestions. Um, so, you know, it was a nice little opening there and like I said the hobby box when you start getting it it isn't a more efficient way but sometimes not as fun sometimes you just like opening single packs but I do like the fact that when you're seeing these you are getting at least in the retail you are getting a nice cross-section of the cards and I think anybody who uh, used to collect uh, would love to see you know stickers in that classic design uh, some really great insert sets uh, so certainly this is no this, this set is no slouch like I said one of my favorites um, I think classic classic folks will really dig uh, putting together a puzzle. 
And so you get a little bit of everything in here, and it does kind of get your juices flowing for the actual uh, movie, of course. And then if, then the big thing is is that when, uh, when the movie comes out, you will see... Um, you will see series one of the movie line that comes out then. We also have, I do believe we have Masterworks coming up, and I do believe Stellar Signatures. So for your high-end hobby collectors, you're going to see those. Those are more expensive. They'll be hobby only. Uh, but what's nice is you're going to see this, and you're also going to see uh, Skywalker Saga cards still, uh, hopefully at your Target or Walmart. But, you know, one of the things when you're a larger metropolitan area is you will kind of see that some targets that will have better stock than others so i think i've kind of found my target that at least this one had and it also had a nice like some of the newer design targets i think have them as well but you will see you know a large like a large display like there was a pretty big um rise of skywalker rise of skywalker display everything from the toys the legos even there was that set from the mandalorian uh to a breakfast cereal that had you know one of them had kylo and the sith trooper and the other one had bb8 on it i just threw that up on twitter uh, you can hit me there at corn fed tech um um, this is nice um, because it does kind of give you an idea. I think you probably get this as you come into a park. And what you can do is kind of get an idea where you want to go. I know that the uh, the Savvy's Workshop and the Droid Depot, you needed to either make a reservation for, um, as, as well as uh, was it Oga's Cantina. Um, but I went into the back of the Droid Depot, and that's where I got the bag, the uh, Droid Carrier carrier bag. So I didn't necessarily, I kind of forewent the uh, go ahead and making the droid at this time. But I would say as far as this is concerned, this is really helpful. Um, I do like the fact that this one does show that um, the Rise of Resistance wasn't open yet, but I would say that my uh, my take is is that you could probably go and uh, several times and you would really, you you would, there'd be enough there. To, you know, like I think the thing is, if you're going there just for Galaxy's Edge and you go, wow, it's a lot to pay for just Galaxy's Edge, you could spend the whole day there and really just kind of look around uh, all the sights and the sounds and even like the, the footprints, uh, the droid footprints in the concrete. There's a lot to see there. There's a lot to experience there. Plus, there's the rest of the park. So, you know, I know it's expensive, especially if you have uh, kids, um, but it is something to where if you can go, um, I do think it is worth it. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of press got made, you know, when you're talking about that larger experience, you know, the more immersive one that's really expensive. I think Galaxy's Edge is kind of built for us. When I was there, I didn't necessarily see, you know, just, you know, just, you know, a bunch of nerds like me. Um, whole families, everybody seemed to be enjoying it, so it didn't really necessarily matter what, um, how, how into Star Wars you were. Uh, everybody was getting something out of it. Um, I did see Chewie walking around, and it was really cool when I saw Chewie interact with um, a kid that was in a wheelchair. I thought that was really awesome. Um, you could see the stormtroopers going around. Uh, you can see Kylo Ren. I didn't see Ray, or if I did, I, it was like out of the corner of my eye. So there's so much there that you can go back time and time again. I think kids of all ages. And yes, uh, I would say if you're saving up for it, um, I think it's totally worth it. Um, I, I just did not realize until I got there just how awesome it was just to even kind of go there and go, hey, look, I, I think you'll really get a lot out of it. And I was really, I really want to talk to the Galaxy's Edge Explorer folks again. If you're not following them on Instagram, you should. Uh, they just spent a whole week there. I think you could spend a number of days, and I, I, you may want to give yourself more than just one day. Uh, get one of the park hoppers that allow you to go back. And uh, I think of all the parks, you know, you know, the Magic Kingdom can be tend to, to skew a little young, maybe, but pe all, all types like that. Um, if you went to Animal Kingdom or if you're going to go see Pandora, 
all this, but I, I do think that Hollywood Studios uh, does deliver quite a value just for the number of things there um, once again, and you can check it out. Uh, I'm not trying to, I don't, I don't, Disney doesn't pay me to say this, but I would say that um, of all the things here, there is a lot for a family to do, um, and there's plenty of resources out there that you can find out the best ways to do it, little hacks here and there, um, but I do think it's worth it to go to go. And uh, I felt very blessed that I was able to get there. I know a lot of people can't, um, but it is something that I think I will be going back to uh, more than once. Hopefully, maybe I'll be able to take my family there. And uh, if I do, you, you will be seeing it on Instagram. Anyway, um, my experience in going with Hollywood Studios, this wasn't the first time I went. Uh, so if you have the launch bay, that's where you, get, you can ride Star Tours. Um, but if you do want to get there early, if, if you're staying within the vicinity, what you could do, or if you're staying on property, you could go early. Um, get some of the rides in, you go back and kind of relax and then kind of come back because the crowds, I think when we were there, I was about three o'clock in the afternoon, it was about like 40-ish thousand people, I want to say. Uh, but it seemed like even though it was full uh, or getting full, it wasn't, it didn't feel bad. I mean, you know, the if you get the Disney app, then you can see what the lines for the rides are. And like I said, I've seen lines for the smugglers run about 90 minutes. Um, it, it the Cameron was saying it wouldn't be surprised when Rise of the Resistance came out when you're looking at maybe like several hours wait, six hour wait. So if you are going, like I said, fall of 2020, something like that, or if you're going into next year, where after the, the rides have kind of been out for a little while, that might be good. Although I think Disney on any, at any time of the year, Disney's going to be busy, but you might find those times where it's not so busy. But I think if you have smaller kids, it can be very tough to Try you know you want to you 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 are conditioned to kind of go through, but a lot of times those kids will kind of tucker out, you know, especially if you're getting them up early and you get like about one or two or three o'clock right after lunch, uh, they start petering out and you're going hey you know so I think you can take a lot of stress off yourself going maybe just get a park hopper maybe only do select hours or maybe hit a certain thing like today we're going to do this tomorrow we're going to do that, and I think that might be a more enjoyable one for all because little kids they, they just they'll burn out. Um, or they don't really like, you know, long lines and things like that. It's whereas like you and me could probably hang there and just enjoy the surroundings. Uh, sometimes kids are not really into those kind of lines. Uh, so, you know, I think the older your kids are, it's going to be easier for you. Um, but I think it's one of those things like temper your expectations as far as what you think you can get done. Uh, don't try to cram too much, allow things to happen. Uh, and, you know, just know that there are going to be lines. And maybe if something's really busy, maybe we hop out and do something that isn't. Uh, definitely make use of the app. If you have fast pass, that kind of thing, where you can kind of make your, you can plan, plan it out, uh, but try not to do every inch of it, try every inch of your day, just try to try to make it as fun as possible. Uh, I know that uh, they're still doing Jedi Academy, so if you have little kids, that's definitely something you want to get into early, and uh, and so that way your kids can wear the Jedi robes, and they can battle you know, in, in that little skit. My daughter did that a couple years ago. It was really awesome. And then Star Tours as well. So there's stuff, there's Star Wars stuff even outside of Galaxy's Edge that you can still do there. Um, allow yourself enough money to get some souvenirs. There are some exclusives there. And uh, just know that if you're going to go for something heavy like the lightsaber, you can. I definitely get the case for the lightsaber. Um, but some of that stuff can be kind of pricey. So that's when you get something like this where you go, yeah, this is really nice. Uh, it goes, it packs well. And it's something you can even put on your desk at work. <laughs> I just might. If you have any feedback for tonight's episode, good, bad, or otherwise, you can leave that comment on the Instagram post for this episode. You could also DM me on Instagram or email me at greg at rebelbasecard.com. You'll also find this post on Twitter as well as the Facebook page. 
sometimes I put the full notes up on rebelbasecard.com if you're going to go in the browser and, and check us out there. If you are a sketch card artist or a Star Wars artist or a Star Wars collector and want to talk about your passions, your work, or your collection, you can find me at those outlets and maybe we can put something together and get you on the program. Otherwise, we'll talk to you next time. The music for this podcast is brought to you under a Creative Commons license from Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. This is Discipline off the album The Slip. This podcast is not affiliated in any way with Topps, Disney, or Star Wars, nor is it endorsed by Disney or Lucasfilm and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders here in the U.S. and abroad. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com.